0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. August 20, 2019, the Dog Years edition. And we'll start with that story from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Have you ever worked for an extraordinarily difficult boss? Well, uh, if you haven't worked for Nick Saban, you probably haven't worked for the most difficult boss. Um, having uh, lost uh, seven deputies from the previous staff, um, there are no assistants left. That's zero assistants left from his 2017 staff who coached the team to a national championship. One example of a wholeness, well, um, last year Alabama beat uh, University of Oklahoma in the semifinal game of the national playoff. And Oklahoma, excuse me, Alabama was up 28-0 in the second quarter when the offensive coordinator took a risk and called a play, which led to a punt. That's a punt by Alabama. That merited one of Saban's famous-slash-notorious ass-chewings the next day. So that's right. Uh, if you call a play and it doesn't work, uh, that's what you're going to get for Nick Saban. Having said all of that, um, you have to wonder, What it was like because uh, Lane Kiffin equated the passage of time in Tuscaloosa to dog years, where three years is like 21. However, I don't know what your experience has been in working for difficult people, but my experience was always that I learned the most from working for them. So uh, is it difficult? Yes. Uh, Do you obviously get a great um, education? Yes. Uh, Is he the greatest coach in college football? Perhaps. Uh, certainly in terms of uh, total number of national championships, he uh, is right up there. So uh, if you work for Dick Saban, you're going to learn a lot, and you're going to get your ass chewed a lot. Uh, next up, from the FCPA blog, Martin Kinney. He is a lawyer in the uh, British Virgin Islands who writes and comments quite often on um, UBOs or undisclosed beneficial owners Um the debate on whether or not a company should disclose their ownership, uh, shell corporations and those sorts of things. And typically I really don't uh, follow suit too much with uh, Mr. Kinney's remarks, but in this blog post, he absolutely lambaste the American bar association for putting up a fight against proposed legislation that would help prevent money laundering and a host of other cl- crimes in the United States. Um, The uh, legislation uh, once again discusses disclosing uh, UBOs or ultimate beneficial owners, and the American Bar Association has come out dead set against this. Uh, I'm a member of the American Bar Association. I've written to the president of the American Bar Association explaining my position that why this is a complete, total, and utter abdication of our responsibility as lawyers. Uh, And like I said, while I typically disagree with Mr. Kenney, I have to agree with him 110% uh, that the ABA is resisting law to prevent money laundering, and there's no cognizable reason for them to do do so going forward. Next up, we have a um, very interesting article in the New York Times uh, which reports on chief executives from the Business Roundtable, including leaders of J.P. Morgan, Apple, and Some 152 other corporations issued a statement saying that the uh, the giving a new definition of the purpose of the corporation no longer should be the primary job of the corporation to advance advance the interests of its shareholders, but it takes a wider uh, swath of uh, stakeholders such as employees, communities, and others. So a very interesting development there. And then finally, Arthur Levitt, the former head of the Securities and Exchange Commission, had just a lambasting op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal today about the proposed changes to weaken internal controls by this SEC. Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio.